And, uh, you know, I, could, I couldn't be happier with the, uh, the location of that property right now. I think, it's, um, I think it's in exactly the right spot. Joining us for a conversation is Dr. Roger Moss, the CEO of Labrador Gold. Dr. Moss, welcome to the show. Thanks very much, Maurice. Happy to be back. <laughs> Glad to have you back as Labrador Gold has released yet another successful press release from the flagship Kingsway Gold Project. Before we begin, Dr. Moss, please introduce us to Labrador Gold and the opportunity the company presents to shareholders. Yeah, it's, uh, I, th- I think it's a great opportunity. We've, uh, we've done really well over the last year. Uh, as you mentioned, we've got our flagship Kingsway project right now, and it's um, it's great. It's right in the middle of uh, of Newfoundland, where a lot of activity is going on. We've also we also still have our other three projects, uh, two in Labrador, one in one in uh, Ontario, that we're still planning work on. But uh, certainly the focus is here in Kingsway, which is. Um, which has attracted a lot of attention recently. So uh, yeah, results are good and uh, we're working hard at it. Let's talk about that focus. When we last spoke in 2019, Labrador Gold was focused only in the province of Labrador and your reference Ontario, but the property bank has expanded into Newfoundland and established a new flagship project, which has some of the most prominent names in mining financing your exploration expenditures. Dr. Moss, take us on site and acquaint us with the Kingsway Gold project. Yeah, well, this is uh, this is a great time to be doing the interview because I am on site. I'm out in Newfoundland right now, and um, Kingsway is uh, is really well positioned. It's probably it's about 15 kilometers west of Ganda, which is a which is a reasonable sized town here in uh, in Newfoundland. We have about 77 square kilometers under license that uh, that covers some really good geology and uh, some exciting exciting structures which are of course often responsible for the uh, the siding of gold mineralization so i think the the property that we have um we acquired it about a year ago and uh you know i I couldn't be happier with the uh the location of that property right now i think it's um i think it's in exactly the right spot Speaking of location, how did Labrador Gold get involved in gold exploration in Newfoundland? Well, as, as you'll remember from our last conversation, we were working up in Labrador and we optioned some projects up there from Sean Ryan. And uh, we were working with Sean up in Labrador for uh, two years. And uh, when Newfound Gold announced their incredible intersection in January of last year, 2020, um, it took, uh, I think, a lot of people by surprise, including me. And after sort of doing a bit of due diligence on it and figuring out, yeah, okay, this is the real deal, I called Sean because I remember Sean had mentioned he had claims in Newfoundland. And uh, I asked him, where are those claims? And he basically said, well, Roger, you're not going to believe it, but they're right next door to that new discovery. And I was like, wow, okay, that's great. What are you doing with them? And he said, well, you're the fourth company that's called about them today, so uh, we're going <laughs> to have to uh, put together a package, send it to you guys, and you guys can uh, can make us an offer. So that's basically the way it went, and um, you know I'm happy to say that uh, that Sean eventually accepted our proposal, and um, 
we acquired we acquired the property from Sean in um, in March of last year. Now in April, Labrador Gold began with a ten thousand meter drill program, and shortly thereafter, this is quite impressive. You completed two successful financings within thirty days, backed by Eric Sprott and Newfound Gold for almost twenty-five million. And right after that, Labrador Gold doubled its drill program to twenty thousand meters. And today, Labrador Gold has announced that they will mobilize four drill rigs and expand the campaign to fifty thousand meters. Which leads me to ask, what has Eric Sprott and Newfound Gold convinced in Labrador Gold and the Kingsway Gold Project as becoming the next major gold discovery? Well, you know, Maurice, it's uh, it's interesting because um, neither neither of those uh, financings were solicited by us. Um, they they approached us. Uh, clearly, Newfound Gold has uh, a lot of knowledge about the entire district. And uh, Denis Laviolette, who's the president of Newfound Gold, is also the president of uh, Goldspot, and uh, which is an AI AI company. And uh, I think that they probably have a very good idea of what we are, what what we have at Kingsway. Um, maybe not quite as good as as we do, but probably pretty close. And I know that I know that Eric and Denis are, are close, and that they they you know Eric is a a big shareholder of Newfound Gold as well, and so um, I think they saw an opportunity and um, and decided that they wanted to get uh, wanted to get involved. And Eric has has been very um, very active in in financing all companies or most most companies in in Newfoundland and and we were probably one of the biggest um, one of the biggest deals I think outside of Newfound Gold itself and so um, yeah I think I think they just think that the potential here is is really good and you know like I said we're we're right along strike from Newfound Gold we're on the same fault system and um, you know I'm, I'm very happy with um, with where we're at Speaking of the center of attention here on the Kingsway Gold Project, we have the Big Vein. What exploration did you carry out leading up to the discovery of visible gold at the Big Vein? Well, we got a we got on the ground late last year because of uh, the COVID pandemic, uh, and everybody was trying to figure out the different responses to that and the protocols around it. So we didn't get started work until I think it was late July, early August of last year, and. Uh, we did an incredible amount of work in probably four months, and uh, we did a lot of soil sampling, almost 9,000 soil samples, almost 1,000 rock samples. We did some rab drilling, that's uh, rotary air blast, which is a, like a, a sort of scout drilling technique that can really very rapidly test, test any anomalies. We did about 1,600 meters of that, and um, and we did ground geophysics. Probably, I think it was about 250, 250 line kilometers of ground geophysics. So an awful lot of work uh, was done with uh, with the crews out there last year, and that um, sort of made made way or was sort of precipitated the discovery of Big Vein and the visible gold that we found at the foot of Big Vein in a, in, a, in a quartz vein boulder. So the um, yeah, it was there was there was a lot of work went into it, and uh, happily we were able to uh, 
to find something significant before the snow covered the ground and we, we had to uh, stop work for the winter. We've referenced the drill program. How far along are you and what is the strategy for the drilling? Uh, we are about 4,000 meters into the 20,000 plant. Um, the strategy is exactly the same as Newfound Gold has been carrying out at Queensway and specifically at the Keats, the Keats showing. Uh, very tight spacing. Uh, we're drilling, we're drilling multiple holes from the same, from the same setup. And uh, it's, we're really trying to figure out where the high grade ore chute is plunging. That's, that's the key to what we're seeing here in, at, at Kingsway and, and what Newfound Gold has been showing down at, down at Queensway. We know, we know there are higher grade chutes within larger, broad areas of, of, uh, of lower grade gold. Um, and those are the chutes that we want, that we want to try and, and hit. And we have been successful in four holes so far. We found visible gold in the four holes. And um, two holes we reported, and two holes uh, are still in the lab. So um, looking forward to getting the results of those. Speaking of success, let's talk about that proof of concept a little bit further. You just released a press release talking about uh, Labrador Gold intercepted 20.6 grams per ton over 3.6 meters and then 10.48 grams per ton over 2.4 meters at the big vein. Tell us more, sir. Yeah, well, those were, those were two of the holes that we had uh, visible gold in. Um, both holes were, uh, were, were really good. The, the quartz veins looking good. Um, obviously, seeing visible gold in the drill core was a, was a bonus, and um, it's it's hard to sort of um, to target your holes when you don't have um, when you don't have visible gold that you that you see, or when you have to wait a long time for assays to come back from the lab. We're kind of getting around it a little bit by using a portable XRF in the core shack. And what that does is it allows us to get a get a qualitative reading of, of arsenic and antimony. And generally, when we see higher arsenic and antimony in the core, we uh, we it's car it's well correlated with higher gold grades. So we are using that. But um, yeah, those two intersections, um, we were really happy to to see the visible gold to get the results back. And uh, someone someone mentioned to me. Uh, just after we put that out, that that must have relieved a lot of pressure, and, and sure it did. I mean, it was it was good, it was good to see. And you know, we 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 got that visible gold in the seventh drill hole, so we weren't too far along when we found it. Now it's a matter of um, finding it on a more regular basis. Do you see more potential elsewhere on the property outside of the Big Vein area? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I've I've talked about this uh, before, and I you know I, I'm. I'm constantly uh, encouraging our geos to get out there and, and look at different areas, and it really is uh, there's a there's a lot more potential. Big Big Vein is only 400 meters um, in strike length that we've that we mapped out its surface, but it sits within what we call a quartz vein corridor, which extends over seven and a half kilometers, and along that corridor there's intermittent quartz veining, and there's also um, a couple of areas that we've already outlined that would have, may have potential for, for more 
for more gold mineralization. So that corridor is extremely prospective, and it also sits immediately adjacent to the Appleton Fault Zone, which is where the gold down at the Queensway property is is hosted. It's it's associated with with the the Appleton Fault Zone, and I think we we have about 12 kilometers of that fault zone on our property. So if you go from Big Vein at 400 meter strike length, it's within the Quartz Vein corridor, which is seven and a half kilometers. And then outside of that, you still have the another trial, well, be about five kilometers, four and a half kilometers of, of the Appleton Fault Zone. So it's, it's potentially a very large system. Speaking of drill results, when can shareholders expect to receive the next set of assay results? <laughs> that's, one, that's one of the questions I get most often. And, um, you know, all I can say is that the labs, the labs are really backed up. They're working hard to try and get through these, uh, through all the, all the samples that are, that are getting thrown at them. We are putting out, uh, samples, samples go out from the core shack, uh, every few days. And, um, I'm, I'm anticipating that we'll have more results in, in, I would say probably next, next week. Oh, interesting. Next week. Well. I'm looking forward to that. All right, sir. Leaving the Kingsway Gold Project, let's discuss some important topics germane to the project. Are you fully permitted? We are. We are permitted for the for the work that we're doing right now. Yeah, there's uh, ongoing permitting for uh, for further exploration, but for the work we're doing now, yeah, we're fully permitted. Does Labrador Gold own the Kingsway Gold Project 100%? No, we don't. As I mentioned, we have uh, we have an option with Sean, uh, Sean Ryan, to earn in 100%, and uh, we also have that's on two of the three licenses, and on the third license, we have an, an option with another geologist uh, also to earn to to 100%. So we have we have the option to earn 100% on the entire on enti- entire property. We're going to get into some numbers later in this discussion, but from a capital expenditure standpoint, how is infrastructure on your project? Infrastructure is great. You know, like like I mentioned, it's uh, it's right next to uh, well, 15 kilometers um, west west of Ganda. It's not too far from the Trans Ganda Highway, uh, not too far from the coast. Uh, access is great. It's um, the the uh, gravel roads, logging roads going uh, right right throughout the property so uh, we couldn't we couldn't really ask for better, better infrastructure yeah I was about to say that's that's ideal isn't it <laughs> all right sir what is your relationship with the first nations well here at Kingsway we don't have any first nations to deal with um, up in Labrador we do and we have a very good relationship with uh, the first nations Nunatchivik government they're a self-governing um, first nations group and uh, we have a very good relationship with them. Our First Nations, the First Nations Band at our Ashwanabee project um, asked us to stop work for a while there while we negotiate. So we're in negotiation, or we're starting negotiations again now with them to, uh, to get back to work up at uh, Ashwanabee. But, uh, you know, like I said, here at Kingsway, there, there are no First Nations, and so we're, uh, we're free and clear. Is the ultimate goal for Labrador Gold to build a mine or discovery and then sell the project? Uh, oh, I think it's discovery and sell the project. None, none of us are, uh, 
none of the team here are mine builders. Um, I, I'm, I'm an exploration geologist by trade. Um, and uh, yeah, I think, I think the goal is to make a discovery and, and sell it. Stick with your niche. Good, good, good move there. <laughs> All right, we've discussed the good. Let's address the bad. What can go wrong and what are your action plans to mitigate that wrong? Well, you know, obviously, uh, the, the the worst thing would be not not to actually find what we're looking for, um, and uh, or, or not to find the the sort of grades of gold that that we would like to see. Um, I think mitigating that is just is just constantly getting getting out, uh, finding more targets, drilling where we know we have we have a chance to succeed, and yeah, just just getting out in the field and doing the groundwork that finds us more targets along that along that quartz main corridor and the larger Appleton fault zone i think uh you know that's that's going to be the best way to ensure that we're that we're successful that we're successful here switching gears let's discuss the people responsible for increasing shareholder value that are behind the scenes dr moss you've assembled an impressive team from your board of directors management and exploration team please introduce us to your board of directors yeah the board of directors is uh quite quite diversified um you know I, I, i'm the president and ceo and as i said i'm i've i'm an exploration geologist with about 30 years of experience uh jim borland is a long time uh person who's been uh, associated with the mining industry for a long time uh, he was editor of the Northern Miner for a long time. He's done work with uh, with the PDAC uh, in Toronto. Trevor Boyd is another exploration geologist who uh, has a lot of experience in Canada in these kinds of uh, of orogenic gold systems. That's what we call that's what we call the kind of gold that we're looking for. And then uh, we have Leo Caraballos, who's got a lot of uh, a lot of experience on the corporate development and uh, investor relations side of things and Kai Hoffman who was um, probably the last addition to the board um, a few years ago and he has a he has a lot of um, a lot of interaction with the mining industry through his uh, Soar Financial Group and uh, conferences that he arranges mostly in Germany uh, for the European investors so he's very well tapped in to that to that whole whole European market. Who is on your management team and technical team? Well, management team is really just myself and uh, our, our CFO, um, Eric Myung, and uh, he's basically helps me out with all the budget budgeting and accounting and that kind of stuff. Uh, the technical team, Sean, Sean Ryan has uh, been working with us as a technical advisor ever since we picked up his properties in Labrador and continues to do so. And late last year, we we added Quinton Hennig, who is uh, well known to many many people who follow um, who follow uh, junior mining companies. Uh, Quinton, I've known for some time. I worked with him probably about ten years ago now, and as we, when we were both uh, when we were both technical advisors to another junior company. And uh, I've got a lot of respect for his opinion, and of course, he's also. A director of Newfound Gold, and so he's he's advising us on sort of, you know, how we can how we can approach the property um, in a, in in a similar way to how how Newfound Gold has been managing their drilling. 
Let's get into some numbers. Sir, please provide the capital structure for Labrador Gold. Yeah, the capital structure right now after, like you said, those those two those two financings, we have about 150 million shares outstanding. We're fully diluted. We're up to about two, 200 million with a probably about 40, 43 million warrants, all of which are in the money right now, and about uh, 7 million in in options which would also probably be all in the money right now so uh so yeah it's 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 pretty good the uh we have a float of about 40 percent and uh insiders uh 15 percent eric eric sprott being the main one after the two financings we did with him he's up to about 12 and a half percent and then we have a couple of institutions and um that are that are involved with uh, uh, Palisades Gold Corp is probably around eight percent. Crescat Capital probably around eight uh, percent. Plethora Precious Metals has some. I'm not sure where they're at now. And um, the uh, the other one. Well, I put I put Newfound Gold in there as well, and they're probably at about eight percent. How much cash and cash equivalents do you have? Uh, right now we're uh, 35, 36 million, something like that. Um, we do have warrants coming in, um, so uh, yeah, I, I, I believe we're at about 36 million. How much debt do you have? None. <laughs> that's a great, that's a great position to be in. <laughs> and what is the burn rate, sir? Uh, well, in terms of uh, in terms of our GNA, it's about fifty thousand a month. If you add in the uh, if you add in the expiration, we're up to about three hundred thousand a month. So two hundred fifty thousand for expiration and and fifty for for GNA. Well capitalized here. In closing, Doctor Moss, what keeps you up at night that we don't know about? <laughs> not not much. Um, I, I I sleep really well, um, and uh, I try not to I not, try not to worry too much when I go to bed, um, but. Some of the things that you might not know about it are just shortages um, of people and equipment on the island. Um, that's something that I'm always thinking about. Uh, are we going to need more rigs? Are we going to need more equipment? Do we need more people? And it's really hard to get any of those things uh, on the island. I know uh, I, I drove a truck from Toronto to get because we needed a truck out here. And uh, we couldn't find couldn't find one on the island. I've heard of a company shipping shipping a truck from Vancouver, which is on the other coast, the the west coast of Canada, all the way to Ganda, which is pretty much on the east coast, um, because you just can't get them here. So things like that are certainly certainly challenges. But um, you know, I, I think we're I think we're well placed and um, to meet to meet that challenge. Last question, what did I forget to ask? I don't think uh, you forgot to ask much there. Um, people, uh, we, did, we did talk about technical, technical team and the people in the field here, I, I always want to um, bring them up because they're doing an awesome job. Um, they're the ones that are logging the core, sampling the core, getting it out into the lab, going out in the field every day, rain or shine, and doing the work that's going to really bring success to the company. So um, 
I, I, I just have, have a lot of admiration for their work ethic. A lot of them are younger, younger geologists, and they've proved, uh, they've proved to be, to be really good and, uh, couldn't be happier with the team we have. Dr. Moss, for someone listening that wants to get more information about Labrador Gold, please share the contact details. Yeah, well, the uh, my contact details is simply rmoss, M-O-S-S, at labradorgold.com. Happy to um, take uh, any uh, any questions from, from shareholders or, or potential investors that are, that are interested in hearing more about the story. Um, our website, www.labradorgold.com. And one of, one of the things that I would encourage people to do is to follow us on Twitter, um, which is at LabGoldCorp. Um, that is, um, we post a lot of, a lot of uh, things on Twitter. Most recently, we've had a few videos up there that show little clips of people working in the field, that team that I was talking about. Like that's, that's really the best, the best place to look for things that are happening on a day-to-day basis. And we do try and highlight people working in the field on, on some of these videos. So um, check that out. Dr. Moss, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Wishing you and Labrador Gold the absolute best, sir. Thank you very much, Maurice. Uh, that, was, that was great. And I uh, hope to be back here with some more interesting news in the not-too-distant future. Looking forward to it, sir. Thank you. The information presented on Proven Improbable is provided for educational and informational purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice, or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor.